Sean Foyt, bold in his coffee and bold in his faith. It's not every day that we get to interview someone I consider to be a modern day Christian hero. Sean Foyt is known for many things, but what stands out to me the most is his boldness. In the business world, it can be challenging to stand up for our Christian beliefs and values. Today, we will speak to Sean Foyt about his recommendations on how we can increase our boldness for Christ in our personal and business lives. bosses. Are you working even after putting the kids to bed but still not getting results? Are you tired of spending money on ads that aren't getting engagement? Do you feel burdened that you aren't fulfilling your purpose in life because you are so consumed with work? I'm your host, Brooke Boltz. I'm an attorney and founder of Boltz Legal. I started my business and in one year was bringing in seven figures and am now bringing in multi seven figures. And I'm your co-host, Rachel Boltz, owner of Boltz Media. I've helped many businesses build their online presence and increase their revenue through digital marketing. Want to hear how we did it? We are here to help you achieve your goals personally, professionally, and spiritually. So kick off your high heels sit back and let's ignite that passion we're miss biz where we're putting the miss in biz let's get biz done what could be better than a super duper spreader taking on the world he's a real go-getter not sure what's bolder his words or his roast a jesus freak java junkie so here's a toast sean floyd sean floyd nothing rhymes with Floyd. so thanks a lot for that sean floyd Wait, I think I've got it. He's not from Detroit. Yeah, they really don't like him there. Hair as long as Jesus and old wife named Kate. He's on the winning side of the pro-life debate. Come and let us worship as we kick off the show. This jingle's almost over, so it's time to get to know Sean Foyt. Sean Foyt. I want you to know that nothing else rhymes. But autocorrect, change your last name to Fawcett five times. Boy, welcome to Miss Biz. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, what an honor. Thanks for having me. So I first learned about you when you came to Orlando, Florida as part of your Let Us Worship tour. My daughters actually were baptized at that event. So what is it that led you and inspired you to begin the Let Us Worship movement? Yeah, I mean, shoot, I I would love to like take a lot of credit for it, Um, (laughs) but I can. I mean, it was really an accident. Like it was a God, a God thing for sure, but I felt like I could kind of got tricked into it um, from the Lord because, you know, I had just finished a really brutal congressional run. Um, I was in California district 
uh, it was, it was district three at the time. Now it's a, a different district, but I was running for Congress, which was kind of really in, on left field for me. It was like not anything I had ever anticipated or wanted to do, but just trying to follow what God had for me lost in the primary, uh, was pretty deflated. I felt like I had sacrificed so much of my, uh, music career and ministry and whatever, and, and had kind of divided my base and audience and was kind of dejected over it, not realizing that, that I was, I went through that season to prepare me for COVID. And so like a few days after my, my loss, um, the first case of COVID was discovered in, in America, which was in California, I believe. And, um, yeah, and from there it was just kind of like, I, because I had peeked behind the veil of government, I was able to see the agendas that were at play when the pandemic broke and why they were unfairly targeting churches to be shut down. Um, while letting bars and strip clubs and marijuana dispensaries and, and would and BLM rallies to be open. And so, you know, I, that, that really, I would, it revealed to me how inconsistent they were and how they were purposely targeting the church. And anyway, it started with the pledge and it led to a movement and yeah, it just it went all over America and I wish I could take credit for it, but it was definitely the hand of God. So for anyone that doesn't know your story, can you tell us a little bit about what was kind of the final straw that that caused you to to start the outdoor worship service in terms of the governor's decree and things like that um, that started your very first outdoor service? Yeah, I mean, I think it was it was again, I had mentioned the hypocrisy, you know, and the the fact that they were they were they were telling everybody that the church was the super spreader, the church was the problem, while allowing all, all the I mean, and, and keep in mind the governor's doing that while he's breaking his own laws, you know, uh, rules for 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 the but not for me, you know. So it's like, and and so I, for me, like the moment when they started to really try to stop the church from worshiping and tell the church they couldn't sing and tell the church that. You know, they, they couldn't do what the church has been doing for 2000 years. That's when I was just like, okay, this has gone too far. Um, and I wasn't surprised that, you know, dictator like governors were doing what they were doing. I was just surprised that so many people were listening to them and falling into line. Mm -hmm. uh, very, very unbiblical, but also very un-American uh, to, to submit to tyrants. Absolutely. So... I love how you were able to take a situation and kind of just jump right in and follow the Lord's calling and what he put on your heart to do. To me, that took a lot of bravery and a lot of faith. And one of the things that I've noticed about you is there are places in the U.S. that are more receptive to your message than others, but you seem to specifically target areas um, to bring Let Us Worship that would be in the area of your biggest haters. Um, so why have you done this and have you faced any adversity in these areas? Oh, yeah. I mean, it would take this entire podcast and hours upon hours to, to talk about the adversity. Uh, I mean, I just found out today, Amazon 
Prime uh, pulled our super spreader documentary without even explaining why or, or how, or maybe we have a contract with them. And, I mean, it's just every single day there's levels of resistance, but you know, like I tell my staff and my team and, and, and people that are on this journey with us, you know, the, the resistance proves that what you're doing is worth fighting for. And, you know, I think we're reaching a point in America where if you're not getting some kind of pushback or censored or banned or canceled or whatever, are you really following God, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and I think when it comes to those cities, you know, we have a mandate to bring light into darkness. You know, we don't just run to the easy places. We don't just all, you know, uh, move out of the blue states or the hard places or the difficult situations we you know we have a you know isaiah the book of isaiah says that we're you know a rebuilders of the ancient ruins restorers of of foundations we bring you know beauty instead of ashes joy instead of mourning a garment of praise instead of heaviness so we don't we don't succumb to the environment and the atmosphere around us we change it when we show up and i think that that's one of the biggest things that um I want believers to know is that he is in you is greater than he is in the world. So if that's true and we believe those words, then that means that we can go anywhere. And, and specifically that means we should go to the difficult and the hard places. And I think what surprised me about that journey is how we discovered some of those cities were by far the most powerful and the biggest breakthrough. That's awesome. So, you are someone that I have called a modern day Christian hero because you among anyone that I know have really been unapologetic in your faith and have withstood tremendous adversity. And, but my question is, have you always been like this? Have you always been unafraid to stand up for your beliefs or, um, and where do you think that comes from? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I grew up as a, you know, missionary kid. And so I grew up with parents and a family and culture where we we went into dark places. And, it, you know, it wasn't necessarily America. It was, you know, then it was the 1040 window and, you know, uh, closed countries resistant to the gospel, uh, persecuted underground church type, type stuff. Um, and so I, I grew up and I, I would say I probably learned more from the underground church than I have in all my years of college or Bible classes or, or whatever. I mean, I really learned about boldness and about courage and about standing up because, it, you know, it, and, and until you're with those people that are walking, are, you know, talking to talk, walking the walk until you you kind of get that impartation. Like, I feel like a lot of things are taught and Americans love that, you know, like taught, 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 but then there's some things that are caught and you really have to be in the proximity of people that have walked through that and to really catch that fire. And so I think in my life, uh, you know, I would attribute a lot of my response in COVID to walking through, well, walking through the fire in my own congressional race, but also, a lot of the time that I've spent with the underground church, you know, I've just learned a lot from them. And um, I know everybody hasn't had that experience. And I think that's what's difficult in America is we don't have those muscles of resistance that are developed. 
um, but we're going to need them in the days to come. So how can we get those muscles? I mean, for, for us who haven't had that experience, haven't been able to participate with the underground church, what can we do to help us get greater boldness? Um, I think that we can, I think for us, we, we need to stand up for what's right. We need to be loud about who God is. We need to, um, be unafraid to push back, you know, like just as an example, you know, seeing, uh, the rise of anti-Semitism of something I was dealing with today and, you know, these Harvard and, 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 and Penn and MIT campuses and the hatred for the Jewish people and the rise of this gnarly darkness. Like we got to speak up about that kind of stuff. We got to rise up, you know, when they try to come and, and, and sexualize our children at a young age, we got to rise up. You know, a lot of the, a lot of people think, Hey, I'm not gonna give my voice to these issues because they're political or divisive. And I'll just wait until it affects me, but it already is affecting you. And people are looking for leadership. They're looking for people to help guide them through the issues of what we're dealing with. And, um, you know, the Bible's very clear. It's not, it's not vague um, on, on a lot of these issues. So that's my encouragement is I think that, you know, when you start standing up for the right things, you'll start feeling resistance. And, and, and then those muscles will start to begin to build. You'll find out who your, who your real friends are, um, and, and you'll build a culture and a community in your family, in your home, and your, your friends, uh, people that have, like Billy Graham said, spines that are stiffened. I love that. That's an absolutely great point, especially now when we live in such a politically correct society where, you know, we can't say certain things or we're deemed as, you know, being, you know, a hater or discrimination um, when, you know, we're not intending for it to be that way. We're just simply stating a fact. Um, and I know a lot of our business, so a lot of our listeners, they're business owners or business leaders. Um, and speaking from my own experience, it can be hard in certain situations to stand up for Christian principles in a workplace. So what advice would you give to Christian business professionals to help them be more bold, to help them um, really not almost to get to where like they they're free to speak their mind and they don't really um, without fear of any sort of retaliation. If you enjoy the Miss Biz podcast, but still have questions or need advice, we have some exciting news for you. Join us for Miss Biz Connects. Miss Biz Connects is a weekly one hour Zoom call on Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is one hour each week dedicated to you. We want to meet you and put our brains together to help you grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. To access the meeting link, visit us on our social media pages at Miss Biz Podcast or send us an email to MissBizPod at gmail.com. Join us this Friday and let's grow the Miss Biz Nation. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen. I think that you know, 
you know, for business leaders where you, you know, first of all, you got to have principles of a profit. I mean, you have to, you have to understand that standing up for the right thing, like it is more important than the financial gain. But at the same time, I'll say this, Americans are tired of woke ideology and woke. I mean, you look at the boycotts on Disney and Target and, 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 Bud Light and these companies. I mean, there is a wholesale rejection economically against this stuff that they're shoving down your throats. And I think it's a great, it's the best time for Bible believing conservative business people to rise up and create products and systems in a culture that refuses that. And uh, we can see it right now that Americans are flocking to those kinds of companies and those kinds of corporations. And so, yeah, I mean, it, and part of it is, you know, it's not like, it's not like we, we, we take off our Christian hat and we put on our business hat and we're trying to figure these things out. No, we're believers. Our allegiance is to Jesus, not the American dollar. And then we just so happen to be business people and we happen to run things, you know, and, there's a biblical precedent for doing that in a godly way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that the, the benefits of caring integrity and character, but also understanding that um, that's, that's actually the thing that Americans are looking for right now. You've, you've used the words a few times now about rising up and, but how how can we rise up like what are some things that we can do practically speaking to rise up and stand for our principles yeah i mean i think it looks different for every person um but i think practically like be bold about your faith you know be bold about following jesus be bold about your values be bold about who you are um practically it's it's really simple it's saying what's right and what's wrong and and bringing clarity to the confusion of what's happening um standing up for for what's right and rejecting the things and the and the wickedness and the darkness and the things that are wrong um it's it's really funny but it's elementary it's the things that we teach our kids you know that i teach my 13 year old and 11 year old and nine year old and five year old you know and and you know, r rise up for the causes of Christ, you know, be his representative on the earth, be salt and light in the midst of a, of a perverse generation. Um, and, you know, act like you know who's in control. Act like you know the end of the story. Don't be insecure about the future because you know, you know. So one thing I really encourage business people about, they can be, they can get so stressed out and worried because they feel like the future is tied to Wall Street or tied to the stock market or tied to inflation or tied to interest rates. And it's like, no, 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 no. We live so far beyond that. And, you know, the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. And so God and a lot of people out there, God's positioning you in a great season of wealth transfer. Um, I believe that it's going to happen. I believe he's wanting to position us to be people that inherit uh, an incredible uh, an incredible season of fruitfulness. Um, even if we walk, even if the world's going through a famine. 
I agree a hundred percent. And, you know, to me, it seems like we all have a choice, right? It's just, are we willing to make the right choices so that we can fully stand strong in our faith? And like you said, rise up. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, so what's next for Sean Foyt? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we've done 27 capitals this year and six nations, and uh, we've released two books and four albums, and uh, we've held, I think, 10 other Let Us Worship rallies, so I'm ready for a nap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Imagine. I, I wish that was the case. Um, no, what's next for us is, is we gotta we got to change the nation, and we got to, you know, we're ramping up into 2024 and we got 23 remaining U S capitals and we're, you know, have a very ambitious goal right now to, to, uh, resource the entire thing before it begins, you know, which is crazy. We launched a campaign, uh, to raise $2.4 million to change America. We're hopefully after this weekend, we'll be halfway there, which is amazing. Um, Excellent. but yeah, I think, I think revival is the only hope for the nation. I, I know that I've seen that. And so, you know, we need to get, people need to get right with God and we need to see Gen Z set free. And we need to, uh, we need to believe that, you know, politics and business and economics and everything else is, is downstream from where culture's at. We got to see culture change. So, um, yeah, so we're, you know, we're, finishing that mandate God gave us to go to all 50 U.S. capitals. It'll be finished next year. So we're laying kind of the groundwork for that. And there are going to be massive, massive gatherings leading up to uh, the national election and the uh, kind of our flagship event, which will be the end of the year on the mall in D.C. Nice. So you, you mentioned that during the time that you ran for Congress and lost the election, that that was kind of a low point for you. So for people who may be in a low point right now in their lives and struggling, what was it that allowed you to kind of press through that and regain your motivation and regain your boldness? And what advice would you have for other people who might be struggling in similar ways? Yeah, I mean, if it's not good, if it's not good, if the story's not good yet, then it's not the end of the story because he works all things together for those that love him. Yeah. So somehow God's going to make good of it. So that's my encouragement to people. If you're in the midst of a hardship and it's not good yet, know that it's not the end of the story. Keep pressing in. I love that. that that's a great perspective. It really is. So we have a surprise for you. <laughs> Being that you are a music and worship leader, we've written a jingle about Sean Foyt. And so yeah. we're going to share it with you. Um, we pre-recorded it and we're going to share it with you. The we, we tested it out a little while ago and it was a little bit choppy with the internet. So if um, we'll send you the link so you can watch it in better quality later. But um, here it goes. You see it okay? I can. Looks amazing. All right, here we go. 
What could be better than a super duper spreader? Taking on the world, he's a real go-getter. Not sure what's bolder, his words are his roast. A Jesus freak, Java junkie, so here's the toast. Sean Floyd. Sean Floyd. Nothing rhymes with Floyd. So thanks a lot for that. Sean Floyd. <laughs> Wait, I think I've got it. He's not from Detroit. Yeah, they really don't like him there. Harris song is Jesus and a wife named Kate. He's on the winning side of the prolific debate. Come and let us worship <laughs> as we kick off the show. This jingle's almost over, so it's time to get to know Sean Floyd. <laughs> I want you to know that nothing else rhymes. But autocorrect, change your last name to Fawcett. Five times. Awesome. <laughs> uh, creative. That's hilarious. <laughs> Good work. Thank you. Hold on. Let me turn off cozy reading Autumn Beyonds that came on after. <laughs> so I hope you liked it. Um, like I said, we'll send it to you so you can uh, look, watch it better, watch it later in better quality. But um, in closing, we want to thank you, of course, for for being here, and we want to know the best way that we can support you. So, for those who are listening to this episode, um, where can they find you, and what's the best way that they can support you in your ministries? Yeah, thank you so much. They. Um... A really easy way is, is just uh, to, to sign up for our updates um, and our emails. We don't, don't spam people, but we just keep them posted on what they can pray for and how they can engage with us. You can text the word Sean, S-E-A-N, to 202021. That's 20221. You can text Sean, S-E-A-N. I won't make you do the last name because I know that's difficult. <laughs> um, you can also go to, you know, seanfoyd.com. You can find out what we're doing, um, you know, all over the world. You can obviously download our music, um, order our books. I, I just finished this full teens book that just got sold out, actually, um, reordering it. But it's going all over the world and focused on raising up teens, you know, that are bold and courageous for Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, and you can always donate. You know, like I said, we're praying and believing that, that we're going to hit our goal. And so um, God's just been so faithful and we believe that revival changes things and it changes, it's going to change America. So anyway, we're so grateful. Anyway, you guys can help. And thanks so much for having me on. What a blessing. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you. God bless you guys. Send me the jingle. God bless you. We will. <laughs> okay. All right. My kids will love it. <laughs> you guys, God bless you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate you and are honored to be on this journey with you. We can't wait to help you, to encourage you, and show you how to grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. If you found Miss Biz helpful, please leave a review and share with others. You can follow us on social media at Miss Biz Podcast. For legal questions or services, please visit boltslegal.com. And for digital marketing needs, please visit boltsmedia.com. Let's get biz done.